Welcome everyone to Mama Pang's Parenting Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. Today's topic is, um, you know, we're, we're getting ready to send our kids um, back to school. And I know many of, many of you are jumping up and down. Yay! Um, you've realized uh, how difficult it is, right? Um, what our teachers do. And I just, I can't applaud them enough for what they have done to help us get to this point to jump from you know in person in classroom to online and helping and assisting and it, it's just been an amazing job by them and it's been a challenge for us and yet many many of you have also risen to the occasion um, so you know bravo to all of us but um, as we're getting ready to go back I know it's July 1st. <laughs> Am I supposed to tell you what day this is? Anyway, um, but we're all starting to think about this, and schools are putting together a plan. Actually, they're putting together three and maybe five different plans. And so as a former teacher, I just I saw this come across uh, yesterday on Facebook, and I just I, it touched me, and I really had to, had to share about it today so that... Um, as you're heading back, as you're getting your kids geared up for this new and very different school year, um, that you can be aware of some things. So this is what was posted on Facebook uh, by my niece, and I just so appreciate her, um, that she wrote, or she, maybe it's a copy paste, um, says, as our leaders begin to plan for what school will look like in the near future, pray for them. If school starts normally, people will be angry. If school starts with restrictions, people will be angry. If we wear masks, people will be angry. If we don't wear masks, people will be angry. If student sports are canceled, people will be angry. If student sports are allowed to continue without spectators, people will be angry. If we have a staggered start time, continue distant learning, or a combination of both, people will be angry. And that really touched me because we, where are we going to go with all this anger, guys? <laughs> um, it's not going to serve any of us. And least of all, will it do anything for our kids? So what I'm asking is that as you are preparing your kids to return to school, whatever that may look like. Um, we know it will look and feel different. So what we as parents can do for our children is huge. And that starts with coming from a place of calm. And maybe you don't have to share your full-on frustration, your big emotions about what this is going to do because you're not going to help your little kids especially process through it. But even your, your teens, um, they're going to feed off your emotions and it's, it's not going to be helpful. So this is, this is that time, you know, self-check. Where are you at with this? What are your frustrations? They're valid, that's for sure, but you're the adult, so you get to choose what do you do with those big emotions. And you know Parenting from a place of calm is going to be so important. So 
find a sounding board, find a group, um, talk to your spouse, talk to another parent, and go ahead, share your frustrations. But with your kids, focus on the calm. And I know most kids, you know, we think, oh, our little ones, you know, we shield them from everything. Yeah, right. Um, (laughs) They are little sponges, and they're picking up on little comments, whether it was something they heard in the car on the radio, something they heard in the morning news, but they were in the other room. They're hearing this. So they're formulating their own concerns and questions and new and different and all of that on top of a new school year. I mean, there's always the excitement of a new school year. You got to go buy the crayons and pencils and colored markers. And, you know, that was that was a thrill at our house. Um, our daughter absolutely loved being and is still um, very, very organized. So boy, that back to school shopping was a hit. But there's excitement in that. And there's a little trepidation in that because, oh, it's a new school year. Whether it's your child's first year, um, fifth year, 12th year, wherever they're at, it's a new school year and this year's going to look and feel different. So parenting from that place of calm, calm, excuse me, is huge. And then helping to reassure your child through their concerns. They're the ones you need to focus on and help alleviate um, those concerns. So you have to maybe start that difficult conversation. Say, well, what are you thinking about? You know, um, this this next school year, you know, you're going to be in kindergarten or you're going to be in fourth grade or, you know, middle school starts or whatever grade they're going into. Just open the door for the conversation. How are you feeling about it? Are you looking forward to it? You know, what are the things that, that you think about? Are you thinking about, you know, gosh, it's been such a long time since I've seen my friends and I can't wait to get back. Um, are you thinking about, wow, this is in a new building and I'm not going to know my way around. It's not going to feel familiar. Um, are they thinking about, wow, you know, what's it going to be like to go back after we were told we couldn't be there because we didn't have enough safety restrictions for us. We didn't have enough um, techniques and and products to help keep us safe. So you need to help and and really listen. And sometimes just listening really opens the door for where you're going to need to go with this. Um, So you want to be able to come from that place of calm. You want to really, really listen to what they're telling you. Um, Sometimes you have to listen for the message that's in between the comments. You know, I'm really, um, I'm really excited to go back. I can't wait to see my friends, um, but I don't feel, I don't feel comfortable. You know, I think, I think going to lunch is going to be weird, and that's that makes me mad. Um, you know, what are we saying? What do we actually think the child is saying behind some of that anger? And oftentimes, anger is hiding another emotion because it's easier to present with anger, right, to keep others away or to keep, you know, bad things from happening instead of being able to go, well, I'm actually just really nervous. I'm super nervous about this. I'm, I'm um, uh, anxious or I'm, I'm 
you know, whatever that underlying feeling is, it's often hidden through anger. Um, so again, I can't, I can't say enough, listen, 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 listen. And then, um, you know, go back to the four S's, Daniel Siegel, Tina Payne Bryson, you know, they need to be seen, safe, soothed, and be able to feel secure. So you're going to take your frustrations with what's happening, set them aside, and really focus on what your child needs to hear. Because your child needs to hear that, yeah, it's going to be different, but you're going to be just fine, kiddo. You know, we're going to put in place, the schools are working super hard um, to put in place what feels like the best outcome for us to, to go to school, whether it's um, in person all the time and we're all wearing masks or whether there's some, um, you know, setup where it's sometimes you're at school, sometimes you're doing e-learning. We're going to try, the schools are really trying super hard to make it the best they can for everybody. And then really talk about the differences. I, I was Googling last night some wonderful teacher techniques for sharing the need for masks and helping explain that to little kids. And I think it's important for everybody to hear it. Uh, obviously, since it's so hard to get some adults to wear a mask. Um, you know, one teacher was doing one um, with some pepper and they had pepper out and they pretended to sneeze across it, you know, and the pepper flies everywhere. And then they put a mask on and they sneeze on it and the pepper doesn't go anywhere. You know, kids love that concrete visual to understand, oh, well, that's why I'm wearing a mask. And then let's normalize it, right? It feels so abnormal right now, so unusual. You know, we used to see things on the news from people in other countries. Oh, they wear masks, but we don't. Now we're all, hopefully, should be wearing masks. And it feels different to us, but let's normalize it as best we can. Kids learn by example. And so if you can wear your mask and help them understand they need to wear their mask, help them know when it's safe to have their mask off, help them learn safe mask care, that's going to be a big one, right? Um, and it, it, it's just, it is. It's going to be a big issue learning to keep your mask, you know, as safe and clean as you can. And then maybe the last piece on this um, podcast here is it's contact tracing, right, is out there. And we're talking about it. And we're telling kids, you know, especially right now, young adults, we're saying, you know, oh, you might have a great immune system, blah, blah, blah. Um, but if you go out and you come in contact with someone that has COVID-19 and then you become a carrier and then you accidentally infect other people. Let's underline the word, accidentally, okay? Because our kids do not need to be stressed out even more thinking, I caused aunt so-and-so to get this terrible disease. Like that is a burden that I don't think we need. Now I understand we're trying to pose it to older kids young adults to say, you know, um, think about how you could accidentally spread this. But your five and six and seven, even eight and nine-year-olds don't need to hear things like, well, you went to whatever 
and you brought home and you that that is a horrible burden to give to a child there are accidental ways and times where we've taken lots of precautions and someone still gets sick we know masks make a difference okay it's science it's out there <laughs> it works and it's not that you're doing it for you you are doing it for someone else and in turn if they are wearing a mask then they are doing it for you um, but I just try to warn parents not to make it that you can totally contact trace and definitively prove that you know um, like I said aunt or uncle got sick because you did this and you um, so help with that piece I mean I, I think there was an, uh, a news episode sometime in the last week. My, my life is Monday, 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 Friday. <laughs> um, but anyway, there was a news show, a news article that came up, and it was someone saying, well, yeah, my young adult went out to a party, and then they came home, and they infected so-and-so. So there was a lot of blame in that. So if you have a young adult young teenager even, that, that has gone off to do something in a crowd. Help them understand there are ways to self-quarantine and come back into a group so that they don't feel like that burden is on them, right? It's just, it's, it's just not going to be helpful. So we need to help our kids understand they have a role to play in this. They can help keep themselves safe. They can help keep others safe. And this isn't permanent okay that's another big takeaway yes for right now for the foreseeable future sure you know our state is saying um, I think we're extended to September 9th or something like that with the underlying thought that it'll probably get extended farther we don't have a vaccine we don't have ways to um, you know limit the spread of this so wearing a mask taking precautions uh, is still going to be part of our life for a while but it's not permanent it doesn't mean that you're going to wear a mask from age five until you're 30. okay let everybody know that in the family so just to recap you know i want you to think about the schools i want you to think about what the administrators the teachers all of the staff are trying to do um, in kind of a no-win situation but they're doing the best they can for the health and welfare of their kids their families their students um, and, and the greater good so be as supportive as you can start with what you're saying to your kids at home and support them support the the students the staff the administrators by putting aside some of your frustration and saying well this is what it is for now and so you know I can either <laughs> have a lemon or make lemonade um, so make lemonade out of it and um, you know find a way to just be that calm and support and be open and I think it's just going to be a much much better school year 
So again, thank you all so much for listening. If you um, subscribe, subscribe and share my podcast, I'd sure appreciate that. And don't forget that you can reach out and leave me a a message, a voice memo, um, get in contact with me on a topic that you'd like to hear more about. And also, if you currently want to go to my website, uh, thepathwaystoparenting.com, um, I am offering 20-minute free sessions where you can, you know, if there's just a topic you want to hit and we can spend 20 minutes on it and maybe come up with a solve, great. Or if you want to spend 20 minutes and just get to know me um, and kind of feel out that situation to, is this a good fit for you for some you know, deeper dive problem solving, I'm available for that. So again, it's thepathwaystoparenting.com. And again, thank you so much for listening. Be well.